This is B2B Radio featuring Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a two-time national best-selling author and leading business advisor, will cover topics that help business owners operate their businesses more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, hello, and welcome to another episode of B2B Radio, brought to you by Capital Plus. Capital Plus removes the hassles of balancing cash flow by becoming your full-service credit and collections department. All right, boys and girls, so we have uh, this week, we have a uh, a first-time guest on the show, and we're going to be talking about sales, um, which, as as most of you know that follow and listen to the show, um, you know, I follow Grant Cardone, not necessarily a disciple, as they say, but I follow a lot of what he's uh, on social media, et cetera. And, you know, he talks about a lot of people say, I don't want to be a salesperson. I'm not a salesperson. Well, you know, his theory, and I actually agree with it, is that everyone on the face of the earth, earth, whether you like it or not, is a salesperson. For example, when you're trying to get your kids to eat those green beans at dinner, you know what you're doing? You're selling. <laughs> you don't realize it, but that is actually selling. So, um, this week's guest is Miss a- Amy Franco. She is a strategic sales expert, keynote speaker, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later in the show. She is also an author um, of her, her book, Modern Seller. So, Amy, welcome to the show. Ken, thank you so much for having me here today. Yeah, looking forward to it. So um, it's always good to hear different perspectives on this. We have had some folks on, on the show in the, whatever, 140, 50-plus shows we've done, that we've talked about sales, but you you have come at from come, geez Louise, I'm so tongue tied already today. You come at it from I think a different angle. I think will be refreshing for folks to hear and gives a different perspective because a lot of our listeners are are well, all of our listeners essentially are small business owners. And as you know, I'm sure you've dealt with Amy. A lot of these folks are, you know, they don't they're not comfortable in the in their sales skin. Maybe they make widgets and they're really good at making widgets, but. They're not really a salesperson, but unfortunately, they kind of have to be, whether they want to be or not. So, so I think um, having some different perspective on this will be really interesting. Oh, good. Well, I'm excited to have our conversation today. Yes, yes. So uh, so tell us a little bit about um, your background. So uh, just so everyone knows is a little bit more of an intro. So Amy, much like myself, started out in corporate America, in, in the Fortune 500 world, working for some large companies, um, IBM, Lenovo, et cetera. And then she kind of made a change as well and, and ventured into entrepreneurship. So tell us a little bit about that, Amy. Yeah, absolutely. So for our listeners today, our small business owners, I uh, I sit in your shoes. I am one of you. And uh, so where I got my start is, uh, like you said, in, in corporate. For the first 10 years of my career, I was in what you'd call more of a traditional enterprise B2B sales role. I worked for IBM and I worked for Lenovo. I sold technology products. And so I had this very defined set of products. I had a defined territory. I had a defined quota that I had to, to attain. So that was probably the first 10 years of my career. And then I took an entrepreneurial pivot. I, I took a career pivot, became an entrepreneur, and started a learning and development company, which, of course, is a very different experience from uh, being, being in, in sales and in the respect that I was now a business owner I was responsible for sales and also for, in some respects, execution and delivery. So I went from being this uh, B2B enterprise seller to more of an entrepreneurial seller, which as a small business owner, this is something that that we all need to be able to master. 
that's a little bit about my background and, and what brought me here today to our conversation. Yeah, so, and here's the interesting thing is, is uh, there have been a lot of folks that have been on, including, you know, including myself, my background, coming from corporate and sort of pivoting as well. Was there a particular moment? Was there an epiphany that you, in the corporate world, and you said, okay, either you got fed up or, and honestly, a lot of folks say, yeah, yeah, I had a meeting with my boss and this and that happened. And I said, that's it. I'm done with this crap. You know, uh, mine was a little different. <laughs> Fortunately for me, it was, it was, it was much more positive situation, but, um, what was that moment for you? You know, when I think about that, when I, when I get asked that question, I, I go back to when I was younger. Um, I, uh, I am the oldest of five. I have four younger sisters and I have always had kind of that leadership entrepreneurship in in my DNA somewhere. I remember thinking early on, I would either lead something or start something. And so that was always in the back of my mind, even when I was in a corporate role. And the catalyst for my change was was an opportunity that came my way. Uh, At the the time, uh, this was 2006, 2007, a, a friend of mine uh, owned a, owned a business, and I had an opportunity to to become a part of that. And so, that was really my catalyst. But I do remember thinking at the time when I said, "Should I should I do this? Should I not do this?" I remember thinking at the time, "I don't want to look back in ten years and say I wish I would have tried." And that was really my kind of my internal dialogue that said, I really want to give this a shot. Even if it doesn't work, I can always go back and get a sales job. So, so that was a little bit of my, my thought process as I made that leap from that corporate environment to an entrepreneurial environment. That's interesting. Uh, like I said, I always like to hear people's journey and, and what sort of uh, shifted their gears. I'll tell you, mine is sort of a hybrid with all of yours, uh, all of what you've said, actually, because um, I didn't I did have a little bit of an epiphany. Um, I also always wanted to have, you know, my own business and, and kind of do that that thing. But I was not nearly as um, execution oriented as you were, it sounds like, because I finished my master's degree. And when I finished it in order to not have to pay my, my corporate job back, I had to stay for two years. So I said, OK. The clock is ticking. You've got two years, Ken, to figure this out. Well, that turned into, let me see, uh, I guess I started my business about nine years later. Um, so, <laughs> so so I didn't quite execute as well as you did, um, it sounds like. So uh, so good for you. And by the way, uh, four younger sisters, you know, I am a numbers nerd, so I'm going to say that means you have five, your parents have five daughters I have three. Yep. I can't imagine. I can't imagine five. That's crazy. Yeah, usually the response that I get to that is, oh, my gosh, you're poor dad. Right. <laughs> right. I always joke around and say, you know, there's so much estrogen in our house. Like, I have to go down in my man cave to, like, recharge, you know, recharge my, my man batteries. But, uh, my gosh, I can't <laughs> imagine. Five. We all have our ways to recharge, right? Yes, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Uh, well, interesting stuff. So we've got um, just a little over a minute left um, before we're going to head to a break here. But um, looking back real quick, what's some advice you would give your 25-year-old self? You know, advice I would give my 25-year-old self. Not that that's, be, not that that's been that long ago, but, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like last year, right? Right, right. Um, <laughs> but if I, were, if I had, uh, if I had uh, someone sitting on my shoulder giving me advice at 25, 
You know, what I would say is to just have the courage to step forward. Even if the confidence isn't quite there yet, you sometimes have to have to step out and step up and have the experience in order to build the confidence. If you're waiting for everything to fall into place, it's never going to fall into place. We oftentimes have to just make that first step forward. I love it. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. It's all about execution. Um, waiting for that perfect time. That perfect time, unfortunately, seems to never happen. So you've got to just uh, you got to make it happen. Grab the bull by the horns and and get moving. So uh, interesting talk here with Amy Franco. Um, again, we're going to talk more with her during the second segment. Um, I promise we're going to dig into her book, The Modern Seller. And then, of course, in the third segment, Amy is going to tell us the five necessary modern selling skills that we need to succeed in today's sales world. So come back after the break on B2B Radio. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how Check Off Your List skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at CheckOffYourList.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz. And it is time for the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. And um, funny enough, it's it actually ties into some of what um, our guest this week, Amy Franco, said at the end of our, right before the last break. Um, and that is, it's actually a quote by Thomas Edison, and that is, learn from mistakes. Each one is a step closer to success. So I promise we didn't plan that. I absolutely didn't know what Amy was going to say when I asked her that question. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, so back again talking with Amy Franco. And I should mention, you can uh, find out more about what she does at amyfranco.com. And that's F-R-A-N-K-O.com. Um, you can follow her on Twitter and LinkedIn, same thing, F-R-A-N-K-O. And obviously Amy is A-M-Y. Um, so definitely go out and follow her and get some of her content out there and check out her website, see all the different things she's got out there. As a matter of fact, um, if you go out to her cha- uh, her chapter, I'm getting ahead of myself again. If you go out to her website, amyfranco.com, you can actually download a free chapter from her book, The Modern Seller, which we are going to talk about right now. So first of all, before we even get into the content of the book, what drove you, Amy, to uh, to write a book? So I would say there were a couple of things that drove me to write write a book in general and then to write this book. Um, I, writing is something that I have always wanted to do. Writing the, writing the book, quote-unquote, was always, always a goal on the list that I, that I wanted to be able to check off. So there was definitely that internal drive, internal motivation for to, to create a book and to create in that, that uh, medium. But what specifically drove me to write this book was a combination of a couple of things. Um, in my work in sales consulting, sales training, keynoting, 
and in working with my clients in those spaces, what I was seeing in their go-to-market and their working with prospects and clients was this shift, if you will, in the expectations of our prospects and clients and the ways in which we go to market, the ways in which we sell and engage with our prospects and clients has changed. It has become much more sophisticated. What they expect of us has, has escalated, if you will. So I combine that with my learning and development background. And in doing some research and conducting interviews and in working with my own prospects and clients, it, the, the everyday activities of selling do not go away, but there are some skills behind the skills that I'm seeing successful sellers and sales leaders build, which became the five pillars of the book, some skills behind the skills that we need to be building in order to help us be more effective at everyday sales activities and to help us earn more business and, and earn better business, really so that we can grow our organizations. So, so that was some of the catalyst behind writing this specific book. Well, I think it's interesting, and, and I think, um, I, I'll be honest, I didn't read the entire thing, but I did read a, a good chunk of several different chapters um, to familiarize myself with the, with, your, um, with the content in there. And I think the interesting part about this, and this is why I alluded to it at the outset of the show, is I think your approach is a little bit different, and I love the title because I think it's very apt that, you know, the selling world, while, of course, there are a lot of fundamentals that remain the same over centuries and centuries and centuries, modern selling is a lot different than selling was back in the 70s. I mean, with, with technology and everything else going on in our world nowadays and being inundated constantly with, with images and, and, and stimulation of different sorts, um, all, all in the marketing, advertising, and then obviously eventually sales uh, end of things, I think it's an interesting approach that you've taken with, with those five pillars. Yeah, thank you. And, um, you know, a couple of the things that, that I've seen is um, when you talk about modern selling and, and how do we really define it, I, I define modern selling within, in kind of three core areas. So a modern seller is someone who is really recognized by their clients and, and even their prospects, I would say, is someone who's a real differentiator in their business. And uh, the, the value of what they sell, product or service, the value of that isn't fully recognized without them as part of the equation. So the expertise that they bring to the equation can also be that differentiator. And, and then lastly, someone who's a modern seller, their clients really see them. They, they can't imagine doing business without them because they see them as someone who's truly part of their competitive advantage. So it, it's a high bar for sure. And it, it's kind of an evolutionary process to, to get there. But, but that's really what we want to want to strive for in, in terms of modern selling. And to your point, the, the tools and the technologies are going to continue to change to become an even greater part of, of our selling processes. But I, I really see those as um, being intentional about the tools that we use to enable our selling process. Excellent. Um, so so in, in another interesting part to this, for me at least, again, um, and, and like I said, we've had guests on the show before that have spoken about, um, you know, that are sales experts and talk, talk about things. But like I said, I think your, your perspective is a little bit different. And um, I think it's refreshing to, frankly, to, to hear a different set of things because a lot of people talk about the same things over and over and over again. So um, having that different approach. 
So let me ask you this. Who is, um, who is this book intended for? Who's going to get the most out of this book? Yeah, so I would say there, there are kind of three distinct audiences that would benefit most from this book. And because I have a learning and development background, I, I really designed it as a field guide and also something to, to your point where you read certain portions of the book. It's also meant to be read in that way. So if you want to work on, on one of the pillars of modern selling, you work on that one and you will definitely see uh, improvements in the other pillars of modern selling. But I wrote this with three distinct audiences in mind. First is the B2B sales professional. So you're in a selling role, you, you are on a quota, you're part of a sales team. Uh, secondly is someone who is a sales leader. And now this could also be a business owner. You might be leading all the sales efforts of your organization. So you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, you are highly uh, likely also to be in the sales leadership type of role. And then lastly, if you're part of a larger organization and there is a sales training, sales enablement function in your organization, this was also written with, with you in mind as well. Well, the interesting thing I think about that is um, a lot of the folks who listen to the show, I think, are all three. <laughs> yeah, I, they might, right, they right. might we be, wear a lot of hats. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're uh, they're probably doing most of them are doing B two B sales. Um, they may have a couple or a handful at least of, of sales folks under them that they're leading, and yeah. as well as part of their you know their role, they may be doing some of the sales training on things that they've learned. Because uh, in a lot of cases, they started the company from scratch, and so they've sort of been there, done that um, with their product and their, uh, their, their expertise and everything of whatever service or, or products they're providing. So I think it's, um, again, perfect for anyone who's listening. And, again, go out to amyfranco.com. Check out, again, you can download a free chapter from the book, uh, The Modern Seller. To get an idea, I'm sure um, you're going to find that it's something that's interesting and will be give you good value because, again, it's got a different perspective on things. It's not just the same old ho-hum things you hear. Um, and so uh, we are almost up against a break. Next, uh, just as we always do in the next segment, we are going to pick Amy's brain. And she's going to tell us, so we've been kind of teasing this a little bit, but talking about these uh, five modern selling skills that are necessary to be successful in the sales world nowadays. And uh, the big part of the book, the, the five pillars of the book, we're going to pick Amy's brain and tell, have her tell us about those things and um, some insight on each of those things and how we can develop those things better. So again, go out to amyfranco.com, follow her on Twitter and LinkedIn, same thing, Amy Franco, makes it nice and easy. Some of, our, some of our guests, not so much. They don't have the, the common uh, platform there, so it makes it a lot easier to be able to follow Amy. So again, come back after the break on B2B Radio. Are you frustrated with trying to grow your business? You're not alone because the business growth experts at TriTraction are here to help. TriTraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at TriTraction. That's 800-719-4281. Systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at 
info at mrbizsolutions.com. Don't hesitate because there are limited spots available. Check out both of Mr. Biz's national best-selling books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And I should mention that our fine show, B2B Radio, is brought to you by Capital Plus. They help you unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. They create customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. All right. It's the moment that everyone has been waiting for. We are going to get some awesome tips on modern selling from our this week's guest, Amy Franco. So, Amy, walk us through what those five pillars are in your book, uh, The Modern Seller. Yep. So, so I'll tee up the five. A, a modern seller is agile, entrepreneurial, holistic, social, and an ambassador. So, so those are those are the five pillars if you can envision that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'll just I'll give you a working definition for each of them, and then we can go from there and, and dive dive into as many as we we have time for. Okay. So. Uh, so the first is agile. A modern seller is agile. And uh, I like the uh, Harvard Business Review definition of agile, which is uh, continuous rapid learning from experience. Someone who is agile, they are able to help their prospects and clients really see ahead of the curve. And that helps them to become more innovative and to move their businesses forward more quickly. So, so that's agility. Uh, the second one is that a modern seller is entrepreneurial. Someone who is entrepreneurial doesn't just see themselves as an employee. They see themselves as the founder, CEO, chief bootstrapper of their book of business, which means they are making different decisions about their business or about their sales territory. They're looking at top line and bottom line. They're looking at best opportunities. They're, working, they're looking at risk. They're looking at the big picture. Um, the next one is holistic. And uh, the holistic piece of this is looking at us as individuals as part of the equation. In any given day, we have a finite amount of time, energy, motivation, and discipline. And the choices that we make with those resources, and specifically in a sales environment, will absolutely determine our success or failure in our sales role with a prospect, with a client. Um, a modern seller is social. Uh, social capital will never have a line item on a P&L, at least not one that, that I've seen. <laughs> but uh, someone who really believes in social capital and they get it, they know the power of their network, and they're very intentional about the strategic relationships that they build. Because when they build the right relationships, they can accelerate their sales results much more quickly, much more effectively. And then lastly is ambassador. A modern seller who is an ambassador they are a bridge. They are a bridge into their prospects and clients, a bridge into their greater communities, a bridge into their industry. And what makes an ambassador particularly, what makes them so skilled? They're able to take an initial client win. You work so hard to get that client win, they can really springboard that into lifetime value and longer-term loyalty so that you are able to grow that client, grow the profitability, sell more into that client, and then they become a loyal advocate for you. So, so those are the five in a nutshell, and uh, we'd be happy to dig into any of those that you'd like. 
Well, I'm impressed that you were able to uh, literally cover all five in about uh, what about three minutes. Uh, so, uh, well, be- yeah, like that that's taken a lot of practice over uh, over the year. I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, I mean think about it. The, these five pillars. I mean, guys, uh, listeners, this is an entire book, right? She just sort of uh, really crammed in a real concise. Uh, neat definition for us for all five of these um, in literally just like three minutes. So uh, bravo there. That was there. your session for today. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I hope, I hope everyone took copious amounts of notes. Um, so a few things that stuck out to me there, um, so especially on the entrepreneurial side, is you know one of the things I always preach, even in what I do as a, as a uh, fractional CFO and business consultant helping businesses operate more profitably, more efficiently, is one of the key things you need to do and it's not just with salespeople, but you want your employees thinking like owners. And I think you touched on that, you know, with your entrepreneurial piece of that is that in, in, in essence, that's what you're doing is you're having your sales folks not think about just themselves. They're thinking about the broader impact that their actions have on the entire business and the entire company, which I think is really, really important. Yes. When, when you are looking at your book of business as a business, you make different decisions and when when you are looking at it that way and you're looking at your top line, you're looking at your bottom line, you're looking at your best clients and your best opportunities, you, you make you make different decisions and you are thinking much more as a visionary versus just looking at what's right in front of you. Yeah, definitely. And I'll tell you a much a much more simplistic and frankly as a CFO frustrating piece of of, of that pie when it doesn't happen. Is in the in the corporate world as a CFO when um, I had and unfortunately this happened more than one time and I'm, you'll probably laugh at this Amy but um, you get salespeople who have they have a marketing budget for the year and they get down to November December and they haven't spent all of it and they just start spending money on just crazy ridiculous things and oh, right. you know I see these bills coming through and I'm like, I go talk to the salesperson I'm like hey what's what's going on with this I haven't, I haven't noticed you have used this before. Oh, well, I've got money to spend. So I figured, you know, I'm like, well, what, what kind of return do you expect on that? I mean, what is that going to gain you? Well, I mean, I have That's money. That's exactly it. Yeah. Well, I have money to spend. Well, well, don't spend it frivolously, right? In that case, they're not thinking like an entrepreneur. They're not thinking like a business owner. They're just thinking like, hey, I've got 50000 to spend. I've only spent forty five. That means I have five to spend. Well, no, that's not what that means. <laughs> right, right. And when you're thinking like an entrepreneur as a seller... You're to be, and you, you hit it, is what's going to be the return on this investment? If I invest this 5000 or the 50000 whatever the number is, mm-hmm. have I thought five steps ahead to understand what the risks are of this investment and what the upside is, what will the return be? That's thinking very differently as an owner. Yes. Yeah. I mean, in that scenario, what I would envision, and I, in, that, in that exact conversation with that person, is I said, look... I'm not, and he said, "Well, yeah, of course you're the CFO. You don't want me to spend the money." No, 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 that's not it at all. I want to make sure we get a return on that five thousand dollars. I'm not only just blow the money for nothing. And so, if you're spending money on something that doesn't, it's not going to give you an immediate return on your sales goals for this calendar year and that last whatever it might have been six weeks of the year. Let's make sure that it's going to have a downstream impact. So your goals for next year, you're setting yourself up appropriately for your goals next year. So. Um, it, it's just exactly. completely different uh, perspective. I think is really important. Yep. Another thing you mentioned, and I've mentioned this this idea on the show as well, is you know the the idea of of the social aspect of it is, you know, no one 
really does that as far as, I'm sorry, no one, any of the most successful people in the world, I should say, have not been successful on their own. There's always collaboration involved. I mean, you look at the Bill Gates's of the world and Mark Zuckerberg's, Jeff Bezos. I mean, no one's done it on their own. There's always collaboration that's needed and social uh, obviously plays right into that. Yep. And, and one of the things, and just in terms of a, a practical strategy, it can feel like you're boiling the ocean when you are trying to build relationships. And we talked about LinkedIn, uh, you know, connecting with me on LinkedIn. I have thousands of contacts on LinkedIn, but I don't have thousands of relationships on LinkedIn. There's a big difference. And a very practical strategy is to take a look at your biggest business goal, your biggest sales goal, look at that for the year, and use that as your track to run on to figure out what networks you need to build and what relationships you need to build to help you accomplish that goal. Yeah, I think that's a great tip, and I, and I, I definitely hear what you're saying about LinkedIn. It can definitely seem that way, even though it's, a, a I think, a good tool for B2B sales folks. Uh, guys, again, right. this week we've been talking with Amy Franco, uh, author of The Modern Seller. Go check that book out. You can go out to her web, website, amyfranco.com. Follow her on Twitter and LinkedIn. Um, if you go out to her website, you can even download a free chapter from the book, her book, The Modern Seller. Um, thank you very much for coming on the show, Amy. Unfortunately, we're out of time, but it's been uh, you've shared a lot of really good insights. Thank you for having me here today. Yeah, absolutely. It's been great. I um, really appreciate it. Well, uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. You can find them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz. Have a great week. And don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been B2B Radio with your host, Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus, a division of United Capital Funding Group. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They have been providing working capital to businesses nationally for more than 27 years. Learn more about them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz. Or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.